Okay, I'll give the usual intro anyway, the countdown. Coming in in three, two, one. And welcome to, I can't remember what number it is, so the latest episode of the Varangian Heresy podcast. Yay! Yay! It's not like we've been wanting to record for months and only just got around to doing it. No, no, not, no, us, no, no. Not, not one bit. Um, lies. lies. Lies and slander, lies and slander. We have planned for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, the stars have not aligned and sickness and kids' vacation and stuff like that. But those are excuses, and they're all valid, and we're sticking to them. Yes. Anyway, um, I am Jody. I am your hostess with the mostest, and welcome to this episode. Um, tonight, we're going to be talking about lots of things, especially and specifically, we're going to be talking about Black Shields. And, you know, what's coming up, uh, what we've been through, what we've talked about, all our usual chattery goodness. Um but of course, I have to introduce my co-hosts. And on my left, because the left, my left is empty because Chris is currently not feeling well this evening. So very sad. We miss him. Wish you well, Chris. Apparently, he has a sore throat, and there's only so much we can uh, listen to him sounding like. Um, Give me something that isn't two-dollar hooker related. Um, uh, cold diesel engine. Cold diesel engine. Thank you very much, Pele. <laughs> I would say we'd edit the other bit out, but we're not going to because we don't do that anymore. Um, so yes, he sounds like a cold D's legend at the moment. We'd love to have him on, but then again, you guys would probably switch off after 30 seconds rather than a minute. So, you know, we don't want that extra 30 seconds in our lives. Um, uh, but on our left, he's already made himself known as everybody else says, it's the one, the only Mr. Pele. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing great. I am yeah? on the left side today. You're on the left side today. Cause you know, it, when there's only three of us, Freddie always fills up the right. Yes. He's is right. Is he, he is all the way right. All the way. Yes. Yeah. It's a bit extreme. <laughs> but you're doing good, good, man. to yeah? be back, though. It's uh, like uh, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Life has a weird way of coming at you when you're not expecting it. Yes, it does. It's evil. But it's fun. Uh, talking hobby, hobby progress, black shields, and what we love. And all, all the other stuff, because we've got lots yes. of other stuff to chat about, so it's all good. We'll keep, we'll keep everybody busy. And mm -hmm. again, like I said, you've already heard him. He's here on the right, and we love him for it. So it's the one and the only atop his throne of empty beer cans, crushed pretzels. Oh, and man, wait, they're, they're full right now. Well, they'll soon be empty beer cans. Mm. Uh, it's the one and only Mr. Freddy. How are you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing uh, pretty, pretty good, actually. Yeah? Glad yeah, to hear it, man. Glad yeah. to hear it. Finally got Once. like um, <laughs> a kind of uh, done a bit of a hobby uh, palette cleanser, which is good. Like Ooh. I've really kind of swung back to the to my creative self after like uh, family dramas. But yeah, now I'm all back back on track. Oh, family dramas, man! It keeps the um, I would say it keeps us young, but we've already discovered that's not the case. No. <laughs> we're aging whether we like it or not so fuck that shit <laughs> exactly exactly mate I'm, I'm all with you on that one trust me <laughs> um but yeah so tonight like i said we're going to talk we're going to talk black shields but before we talk black shields there's always stuff that we've got to catch up on um and i think we'll start with the easy stuff which is what's everybody been doing hobby wise um Pelle, have you managed to get up too much dude or well um as everyone know this workshop released a old new game. Oh, oh! Would that be uh, like a game of an old worldy flavor? <laughs> yes, the flavor <laughs> of the old, or something like that. So, so seriously, uh, most of my time I've been working with my dark elf, 
Yeah. Yeah. So they released, re-released a new old game, and they didn't bother to give me a proper army. I just got a PDF. What? What the fuck? Um. So I've been working a lot with my dark elf. It's kind of fun digging around. Yeah, I'm trying to pick all these old old models up and restore and and strip them, some of them, and so on. So mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. Um, but I do have been working on a bombard for my blood angels. Ooh, fancy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I realized last Candace yeah, I needed artillery. Artillery is the one thing you need in your life, especially when there's a shitload of infantry walking around. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fun model. It's a great looking model. So I've been have that in my boxes for a while. So I started working on it. So it's kind of fun. Very nice. And I got I, I to ask. Sorry, just to, to touch on the bubble for a second. Are you going with Legion colors? Are you going with like? Um... Imperial Army colors. What are you? What are you going with? For no, it? it's going to be Legion color. It's going to be a Blood Angel. Nice Blood Angel artillery piece. Anyway, sorry about that, dude. Yep. Apparently, I'm part of a Necropunda campaign. Uh, don't <laughs> ask me how. And I'm apparently not allowed to use my nice painted Goliath models. No. So I have to start working on my squats. I like squats though. So they're so they're cool. I have to the say new, that new squat stuff is very cool. cool. Yes, yeah. I'm gonna paint them real old school, like yeah. blue, and, no, not the yellow and red uh, armor, oh, like oh, the right. second ed stuff. That's called paint scheme, color scheme, and green stuff. So, uh, looking forward to do that. It's that's gonna, gonna be, be cool, man. And that's about it. Uh-huh. For a few last few weeks. There's all nice. stuff, but uh, that's what's important right now on top of my mind. Yeah, that works. That co- that covers it nicely, man. It sounds like you've got a decent bit of hobby in over that time. Mm-hmm. And what about you, Freddie, mate? What have you been up to? Uh, I have, well, <laughs> everything non-heresy related. Uh, it's it's <laughs> like Old World and Necromunda. So I've done my Ashways Nomads. Finally, it's been in the box since the box came out. And painted a Goliath team, which has been in the box since the first box set ever came out. So that was good. <laughs> uh, it's because I, I haven't been able to do like, because uh, yeah, I've been painting like small batches here and there because I haven't really been able to sit in my hobby room and focus on anything. Yeah. So I had like a small little thing that I put a little box that I could take places and use paint whenever I could. Nice. That's good. Um, so. Besides that, I've actually kind of uh, I'm putting together the kill team spaceship interior terrain, uh, which I hope to have ready before Lincoln. Ooh, tasty! Yeah, so we can have like sort of uh, like a semi mission where you can board and stuff, like uh, do like separate rooms and and because I'm planning to. Hopefully, if I, I, Niklas doesn't know, Erhagen doesn't know this yet, but I'm hoping to have him uh, run a dungeon crawl version of Heresy at Scandus. Nice. You forgot to to tell him about it. Yeah, well, (laughs) well, he used to ask me today about, like, which dates are Lincoln, so. So that was step one. Step two is I'm going to trick you into running this uh, dungeon crawl uh, in Heresy After Dark at Scandus. 
Now, don't don't listen to this podcast recording now, Nicholas, just so we can surprise you with it later. Oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. No. Around this Should have said that to begin with. Speaking of yeah. Kilty, I'm really, really looking for those uh, Night Lords for Kilty. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use them as a command squad for my heresy armor. In a, I do have a Spartan left. You know, boxes, unopened boxes, Freddy talked about. I still have a box, you know. Which means I have a Spartan uh, unused. Uh, so I really want to uh, kill team, Nightclub kill team. Release nice. it, Games Workshop. Games Workshop, I'm going to buy it. Get on with it. You've got at least one confirmed sale here. Get on with it. Come on. Yes. Okay. And don't Night talk Lord. about the fact that I like both Night Lords and Dark Elf. That's nothing wrong with me. No, no. no, I swear if I play Black Parade, though, you'll either cry or, or join in. So it's all good, man. It's all good. One G note and we're all away. It's okay. We know how it rolls. It's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so what about you, Jody? Not Tell a us. huge... I got as a surprise to absolutely nobody, not a huge amount. Um, I've managed to get some extra work done on the um, Fire Raptor. Uh, that I Ooh. was doing work on previously, so I've finished the jawline now of the on the guns. Um, just did some more tidying up on that, and I'm looking for. It's the age-old question of how wolfy is too wolfy. You know what I mean? Um, you don't want to go like full 40k wolf, but still want to do fun stuff. Um, so I'm thinking of hanging some chains off the auto cannon barrels and maybe a few collectibles sort of like hanging off that maybe a feather or teeth that sort of thing um i've got some shields that i want to put on it and stuff like that and unfortunately because this is uh, a very old kit and you know fire raptors being based on storm eagles um there are gaps that you need in the kit that you need to take taxis from one side to the other um so i'm I'm burning through a large amount of milliput, just fixing holes and stuff in the gaps at the on the on the actual um, um, on the actual model itself at the moment because I'm not I'm not rushed to do anything with this army, so I'm I'm of the opinion that it's just might as well take time fixing it and you know actually fixing the kits up as I go along. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been working working on there. I've got a little bit more work done with um, some characters that I'm working on. The Esoterrorists have a had a bit of a revisit because some of the stuff I didn't like, so uh, stripped that back again and start again. Yeah, I'm just doing little bits here and there because we've um, we've had effectively we've had half term uh, this past week, and the week before that was full of family stuff. Ella, Freddie as well. You know the same stuff. Freddie, sort of stuff. Freddie's been dealing with in her own way. So it's just been trying to find, you know, an hour here, thirty minutes there to sit down and do something. Um, but there are plans to do a lot more coming up soon. Actually, get painting again. Get the airbrush out. Um, I got a Sikaran that I got off. I got from Chris, so I need to uh, get that done as well. So yeah, there's lots of bits and pieces to be done, but. Sadly, not a huge amount, and I'm not, I'm not joining in on the the old world. Sadly, um, I just I can barely do heresy at the moment. I do not have the time spare for um, for anything else. If I ever want to finish one thing yeah. in the heresy, I've got to you know focus on that. <laughs> um, but if I had a chance, I had a choice. 
I would probably go back to my dwarfs if I could do that. I, I'd want to bring bring dwarfs back because I, I love my short stubby boys, and um, so they had some of my favourite old world model original you know Warhammer models. The old Slayers and stuff like that were just gorgeous models. So yeah, I'd, I'd like to go down that route again if I ever did do the old world. Ooh. So yeah, minimal hobby, but I've been I've been reminiscing a lot. Um, <laughs> A question for you, Jody. Yes, mate. Uh, is the reason you prefer dwarf? Is it some kind of physical? Rem- rem- <laughs> is it because I wish I was shorter than the, the 196 <laughs> centimeters I am now? Um, no, but I do. Rec- I do recognize that they have fucking fantastic beards. Um, they do. That's um, what my more no, the beards than the height. I think. I think the funny thing is actually. Um, they, they they just suit me. Uh, bitter, hold grudges, grow beards, you know, grumble and don't a lot. Run. Yeah, definitely. Hell no. Uh, definitely don't <laughs> run. Uh, but uh, and stubborn. So it kind of informs why I did dwarfs and then did iron warriors in thirty k. Now that I think about it. Um, yeah. Good oops. point. <laughs> I'm not saying I've got a type, but. Apparently, I've I don't think type. we should get the psychological review of our oh, army no. choices ever no. done. So skip that. Yeah, let's hop over that and just go. They're fucking cool. That's why. Yeah, of course. <laughs> because otherwise, we start psychoanalyzing dark elves. Then, yeah. then we get. Yeah, in no, 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 no! Don't mention. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> They're not Freddy, perfect. You're actually something there, bud. They're not perfect, though. No. Are you perfect? I am perfect. No, Are you? I'm the epitome of perfection. Well, are you doing Bretonian? Antithesis of perfection. <laughs> well, Bretonians are, are a bit of like perfect perfect knights. Uh-huh. Perfect knights keeping down the oppressed and using peasants as meat shields. I guess so. Exactly. Just like, uh, Just like well, um... that kind of fits the Emperor's children. <laughs> My point exactly. <laughs> Although I do want, actually, no, I was about to say, I do wonder how the Dark Elder, Dark Elves, and Blood Angels match, and then I just went, "Nah, that's fine." <laughs> like I said, no psychological review of our army choices. So and let's move on. What's the next future, topic? I got to no, no, I got to say this: there's future content for us. What does your heresy army say about you, or what does your heresy in Old World army say about you? It'll be a very revealing, much not listened to episode. <laughs> <laughs> it would be interesting. Don't it would be, be hilarious. But maybe not now. Let, let's move on. Let's move on. Yes. Uh, actually, to move on, we, we've had, because um, we had a little bit of time since we, we last talked and recorded, there have been some I- interesting um, heresy drops that have come out, new toys and that sort of thing. Um, I can't remember. It, I don't think, maybe. Was the Siege Breaker released when we last recorded? I can't remember if the new Siege Breaker console had been released, but um, yeah, everything we talked about last time was Solar Ox because everyone was like yeah. hysterical. Because <laughs> yes, that's probably true. The only thing I remember is blah 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 Solar Ox, blah blah. Just, I love this guy because he's basically wearing Mark V armor. If you look at it, or something close to Mark V armor, um, the Siege the Siege Breaker console. It, it, it's got that reminiscence of it at least. Um, I like that because uh, they need more Mark V stuff. They really yeah, do. Like uh, apothecary. Exactly. Yeah. They they just need more. 
more more um, bonding studs, and you know more Mark V thrown together more, stuff. More bondage. Or the box <laughs> fucking set with Mark V. Oh come on now, we've been with Mark II for ages. We probably well actually we might have a chance with Mark V considering. Uh, but I do love that they've they've built this little uh, PDA workstation thingy with him with a for him with this little hologram of another marine on it and stuff. So yeah. iPad in space. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say yeah, <laughs> tablet in space. <laughs> Wonder how many times he's got to update a new app before he has to use it. <laughs> Yes, fuck this. I'm going home. Yeah. Why is the wall not coming down? Siege break up there. I'm trying to update, but it's not connected to the cloud. Yeah, well, yes. It's not working. My subscription has been denied. I had to. <laughs> My card is expired. Switching to PayPal. Switching to PayPal. It'll take a moment to update. I think he is always running out of iCloud space. Yeah, yeah would you like to upgrade for another five gigabytes at so many krona per month? No. <laughs> I just yeah. to the entire palace of Terra is like citrillion terabytes. Yeah. Five more gigabytes, 99 credits. To be fair, the emperor probably just cre created his own internet and went, yeah, boo shucks, I'm not telling you guys about it because it's my master plan. Yeah, but this one is a traitor, so he has to use Elon Musk's stuff. <laughs> Starlink or whatever it is, that's why. <laughs> no, that's what the Emperor uses, but you know, fucking Elon Musk sells them on the slide to the traitors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how Horace got there. He, he, that's how Horace got into the system. He just turned off Starlink. Sorry, am I no, getting a bit too topical here? I'm getting too topical here. Right, back off for that. Back off for that. But yeah, general thoughts with it. I I like this one a lot. I think the siege the siege breakers are really nice or um yeah, the Siege Breaker consoles are really nice. Uh, yeah, especially because it's got a bit of armor variants on it. So, yeah, very cool. Um, and what else have we had out? Oh, yeah. I don't know what if you... I mean, I'm pretty sure we're all on the same page here, but the the fact they released a full-color art book of the Heresy. Yeah. I wish i had a good enough kidney to sell to get one of these because yeah oh, it's not the kidneys that's a problem that has to get first in line to be a problem so yeah. everywhere six they made six and I, don't get me wrong right i i appreciate that gw want to make things limited because it adds mystique and you know desire and stuff to it but gw their queuing system adds mystique for the love of fucking god <laughs> I'd rather yeah. send a carrier uh, pigeon the wait in that queue. Of it. A few hundred, what was it? Yeah, it was something ridiculous, but come on. We're going to buy it. Yeah, We're you can release 10,000 and going to sell out. You're going to sell them, my dudes. It, you don't, okay, with the Siege of Terror stuff, if you want to make that super, super limited, great. But stuff like this, it's, it, almost, it almost feels not indulgent, but like backwards to sort of deny people access to this artwork. It's like, come on, it's fucking yeah. hot stuff. I I think that they should take a fucking page from uh, Battlefront's, uh, how they did with the limited edition houses for Flames mm -hmm. of War, where you could just do a subscription. And then you made like a subscription for the limited edition houses. And then you yeah. like each each time they released one, you got one as part of your subscription. The drawback was that you had to pay everything in advance, like a subscription fee. Mm -hmm. But you guaranteed yeah. to get the limited edition shit. 
you know what? Good for I, the cash flow. Yeah, I mean, it would, it would, uh, uh, it's not a bad idea at all. And I mean, it's not like people are kind already. Of stupid. If they do 600 copies or whatever it was, it's going to sell out to 10,000 at least. It's still yeah. going to sell out. It's still going to be limited, etc. Yeah. And I think, I think it's funny because, I mean, it's not like people aren't doing subscription services with them. You know, you've got the Warhammer Plus app and there are people like myself. Well, I don't buy the books. I get the audio books. So I have a rolling subscription with Audible, you know, to get the books. So it's not like subscription stuff isn't uh, out there or, you know, functioning in the, in the hobby space. So anyway, they, they, they've done it. But I just think it looks fucking cool, man. And I love the fact that that picture of Sanguinius is on the front that picture he's got the sword uh, the the sword the spear the wings spread i mean fucking chef's kiss man that is i think it's absolutely gorgeous um yeah and honestly i I don't care if it's a retread with very little new stuff or if it's full of new stuff just more <laughs> give us more god damn it it's pretty um, oh, all, all the artwork books are a good like even though even if they're not new, there's a good mm. source of like just sitting down and getting inspired. I honestly, yes, yeah, inspiration stuff. Yeah, I honestly don't think, personally, from all the books that I've seen, I don't think I've ever seen a bad piece of heresy artwork. In general, I don't think I've seen a very uh, uh, many bad pieces of GW artwork. Full stop. No, the all the artwork, yeah, in general are high quality. Yeah, of course, there I mean, might be someone out there that's not good technically, yeah. but <laughs> but I mean, even like the the pencil style sketches or whatever they have of things like in in the black books and stuff, even those that are probably supposed to be like really rough and fast or whatever, it looks so good, and it's just yeah, more please. Perhaps <laughs> Ferris Manus with a wrench. <laughs> Ferris Manus before and after pictures of Ferris Manus all they have to do is photoshop the head out totally fine totally fine <laughs> um, I'm not stirring anything I'm really not um, and then we've got and we'll talk about this a bit more when we come up to it on, on our main topic but we have um, the Battle for Beta Garmin book is coming out which is what's sort of leading us to talk on our main topic tonight but um the yeah. most anticipated book since fucking sliced bread <laughs> yeah i mean i can't say i don't know is it is it unfair to say that i don't i think i even said this before that there wasn't a huge clamor for some a book around cathodia i get yeah. why they, i get why they did it because you know sons of horus warmaster yeah, get it. It's like doing another Ultramarines code. It felt, it felt more like a support book to the actual box release. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like that's the market, perhaps. Maybe, and I'm, I'm again not anti it. It's just a uh, wouldn't have been my first choice. But then again, I don't lead product decisions for GW, so that's a good thing. Um, but um, you know, we've got uh, we've got this one out now for Beta Garmin, and I think this looks like an absolute fucking home run. I think just yeah. from the, the the little bits that are in there, I think we're going to get so much good stuff out of this. It's everything that everyone always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we got... The, I love the fact that they're, they're 
teasing out some extra stuff for the solar orcs in there. You know, you've got um, what have we? We've got characters that we weren't expecting or we were hoping for. I think with some of them, you got like what is it? Tibalt Marsh, Shadrick Medusan, and then it leads nicely into the next thing. Endrad Hard, the 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 new model. Um, yeah. oh. Somebody else talk about the new model for a second because I, I've I've got words. I just want somebody else to talk for a second. <laughs> what about the world eater model? Yes, uh, yes. Uh, well, the thing is, like, there's. I think the actual model in itself is super cool. There's mm-hmm. a few details saying that he was gone for ages and was uh, warhound, and yet he has the world eater icon mm. which is no biggie because i can just uh take like a bretonian prouncing dog thingy and put on top of there yeah but i think easy, like, easy fix if it's important to you yeah yeah but i think that those little small details i think it should come with like both of them both options both the warhound iron halo and the world eater iron halo just to get people com- able to convert yeah that would be useful but like fluff wise is uh, fucking that's retarded. How how could they miss that? Mm. But the model looks yeah. looks awesome. It's just that it was yeah, that 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 was just a stupid thing. Yeah, and I I, I hate to kick them when kick them on this one, but they did it with the Blood Angel Sephiroth or whatever his name was when they released him last year. There's a clear description of him and he doesn't say he's not anything like it, which is frustrating. As a, yeah. as a, I guess as a law hound, if you want to put it that way. Yeah. Um, but then again, I've got to be honest to say, well, you, you can go out and convert it, so it's not the end of the world, but still. No, it's not the end of the world. Uh, the the thing is, um, it's it just keeps happening those little things. It's like they don't read their own descriptions. Yeah. And the one thing that we really, that I really miss uh, compared to other legions is I I miss. Those throwbacks to like Luna Wolves, Warhounds, Dusk mm. Raiders, and so on. Like it, it's a cool. I like they have a cool concept, which mm. is awesome. And now with the Black Shields and stuff, they have like they they can go to town on this shit. And it would be so cool to have like heraldry for that because we have he- heaps of people. Remember that when they had Luna Wolf uh, transfer sheet, like mm-hmm. that's sold yeah. out. That's always been sold out. It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there is a market for this. Yeah. I think it would be... I honestly think it'd be kind of cool if they um, if they did one for that, um, for the Black Shields. Once they've sort of... I guess once they've sort of wrapped up the heresy, almost, sort of done as much as they can, because it feels like Siege of Terror, everything right now, and then use that as a, oh, now we can go back and do more from the beginning. And then it would be cool to see it come out. I, I want it now, don't get me wrong, but it gives them a, at least something to move on to if they don't want to do the scouring, for example. You know? Yeah, yeah. do a great crusade to introduce Xenos and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, there's there's lots of options well, there. Wishlist ready? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, like, I'm, I'm looking at the great crusade books uh, on my shelf that are fan-made, so mm. I know there's a market for them. They were also sold out, like, all the time. Super yeah. hard to get hold of. Yeah, but I mean, I, I I agree with you. I mean, apart from the inconsistencies on the model with its background, 
Well, that doesn't mean that the model is bad. Like I think the no, model no, no. is fucking sexy. It's just I was just about to say, yeah, I think it's, it's annoying awesome. that they that they fucked that up. And I think what what I like about this as well, this particular model, again, another Mark V, which seems to be getting its its love now in the characters. I'm happy yeah. about that. But isn't that hint? I really like you said. It, it, better be a hint man (laughs) they're releasing apothecaries as well yeah apothecaries we've got the console we've got android heart you know they're they're releasing bits and pieces here and there so i mean you know i'm just checking um no it should be like one of the marks used most in the heresy towards like um yeah yeah if you remember our our uh, heresy shard from episodes ago yeah yeah Yeah. um but i think i think the model in and of itself outside of all the little things we can grumble about it i think it's beautiful and i think it's gonna be such a great base to do so many conversions from as well yeah yeah i love i think that one of the things that i've always gone a little bit frustrated with um has been the fact that there just feels to be not enough um independent is independent the right word i'll go with that independent dynamic character models they've always got they're always like for a legion if you get me you know we had the character series which i am not unhappy about i love that i really do there is just a thing of i would like to do my own thing but i'm kind of limited to what a tactical marine body can do for example a basic tactical marine which I mean, personally, I've used what's his name, um, the ultra, the uh, Imperial Fist character um, with a giant power fist. I know there are people screaming yeah, at Pollux. Right. Thank you. Yeah, I've used Pollux's Pollux's character body three times now, four times now, including the Space Wolf I've got, because it's a great pose. It's dynamic. It's heroic, and it doesn't need a huge amount of cleaning up to make it work. But if you look at some of the other characters that they've got out there, um, you would have to do a lot of work um, to clean clean some of those up to make it possible or easier, should I say, to yeah. fit. Um, <laughs> so I, I think he fills a wonderful hole because I mean for that because you can throw off the shoulder pads, put Legion specific ones on there. You know he's in Mark Five, so it's nice and easy to say it's all cobbled together anyway. And yeah, easy, basically there are no yeah. legion specific stuff on him. Is it? Yeah. Apart from apart from the one shoulder pad, but like you said, Freddie, you can fix that. I mean just whip it off yeah. or you can put a you can do a little bit of work on that. I personally think it's a gorgeous model. Um yeah. What about you, Pelle? Do you what's your what's your take on this bad boy? You probably sum it up pretty well sorry yeah. <laughs> yeah i talk too much yes you do no, no seriously but i do think you have a really good point here with the fact that he's not a stock standard a one a space marine he's mm. got a dynamics to him that's uncommon mm. on space marine character probably normally just standing wide and waving with an arm or something Mm. It resembles a little bit about that Blood Angel guy with jump pack. Yeah, Sephiroth. Sephiroth. He's also kind of dynamic. You can do quite a lot with him with a little yep. work and do uh, be, be a generic character. 
So I think is it deliberate from them? I don't know, uh, but there's a lot of good hobbyists in this hobby, so I think it's mm. pretty, pretty appreciated. Yeah, I that's like my it. take of it. No, it's cool, man. It's a good take, genuinely a good take. And I, I mean, I, I like. Again, I know I sound like I'm complaining, but I like the direction they're going with all these characters. I really do. Mm. I really, really do. Um, yeah, they are high quality products, definitely. Yeah. Um, um, technically, it's a good uh, high level of detail, good details. Uh, you can work around with it. There's a, there's a modern plastic, I guess. There's a mm. big, the CAD, CAMCAD design and new molds you can do stuff like this which you couldn't yep. when we were young this is true. or are we still young I, 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 mentally yes the mind is willing the body says no in my case <laughs> although uh yeah yeah <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a unique case, or oh yeah, <laughs> I, have, I, have I really 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 hope that the fact that they have released Mark Five characters is yep. some kind of uh, if they're gonna release another Mark in plastic, please let it be five. Yeah, please and please let, let it be more dynamically possible. That would be yes. cool. I'm not gonna lie, that would be very nice. But last thing to talk about a new release is because we are jamming a lot of stuff in here, but it is. Kind of related, kind of. Um, we have a pre-order up next week, and it's the Solar Orcs Battle Group. Yep. Which mm-hmm. is, considering, looks like pretty decent value for money. Well, all, all the battle groups have be, been pretty decent value for money. Yeah, exactly, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I, I, I must... Okay, let me rephrase that. I, For some reason, because I'd forgotten what it was actually in the contents, I was expecting a lot more foot troops and a lot less tanks. Considering there's only two tanks in there, I know that's different, but I was thinking more along the lines of the 40k patrol boxes where you've got like the Lehman Russ and like two or three squads. I wasn't expecting the Dracosin in there as well. So that was more on my part more than anything else. But I think the Dracosin the is a good choice because um, mm. then you can keep your squads down to like smaller, like to 10 and stuff if you have like the. Battle cannon. Yeah. Yeah. And it gives you gives you something an alternate heavy weapon option. Yes. You've got obviously you've got the Lehman Russ, you've got the and I still think it's a cool model, the up armored walker, and then you've got a troop transport with a heavy gun on it, which is just cool. Uh or and uh didn't they re- release pictures of uh, artillery pieces the other day? Yep. Yep. Yeah, uh, sexy as fuck. Hell yeah. I really do love the fact that they go in for Auxilium. Not just yeah. one plus a squad and use your fucking 40k Lima Russ. This is hardcore release stuff. And yeah, you mean I cannot the understand right? how I should have the money or the time to actually do something about this, but oof, it will come, yeah. I guess. We've got what is it? Plastic Basilisk, Plastic Malkador. Yeah, which is, oh, um, mm. I've worked with the resin kits and they can be hit or miss depending on where you get them from. But like it's said, still so sexy. The oh, yes. yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. They're all stunning. Um, 
like I said, I don't have any kidneys to sell to finance them. Um, yeah. Which kind but of fucks me over I, a little I, bit. I, but... My mind just working on this. So that, imagine, take this solar ox, remove yeah. the helmets, add yeah. a, a, a turban with face mask, uh-huh. and an awesome fucking desert camel on the tanks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I like that. I like uh, the, that was some kind of talent I, theme. I was going to say that would fit so well for, well, it would fit for uh, post, um, what is it? Uh, Apocalyptic Tyler. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, it's still heresy related, but it's, it's post virus bombing. Um, yes. So or, makes, or yeah. shut up, using a Mars theme, red. Ooh. Imagine some kind of dark red, uh, lighter red uh, colored camo on the tanks. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing some kind of brown, brownish, reddish, uh, weathering stuff. Oh, I had a very lovely conversation with our friend Linus, uh, like months long time back, um, about desert camo. And he was like, you'd use a dusty pink potentially on a Martian mm. or something like that because it would work as well. So you could get away with dusty pink, uh, yeah. which would look really good. Um, I- I think I like, like doing doing like um, a sort of uh, waste uh, theme, and then you st- instead of having those fancy helmets, yep. you just go like like trashy, sort of like the cultists, like some sort of gas masky, shitty mm-hmm. ones to do the whole talent thing. That would work. Actually, you could probably. I'm, I'm guessing because I don't know the range as well. Could you probably steal some of the ash waste stuff from Necromunda? Uh no, no. When the helmet, well, there's no head. Good head options. Yeah, there, the head. No, the heads aren't. They're okay. They're too fremeny, too like uh, gotcha. Afro, African sort of thing. African style, so not yeah. really the not not the look you'd be going for with that concept, basically. No, fair, fair, fair. Um, but again, shout out to Necromunda for having lots of head swap options that you could do for um different militia list the best would be like those old world war one gas masks where they used to have like a bag over the head if you yeah. can get hold yeah. of those heads somewhere that would be Conf- conflict awesome. 47 i think has them they have a german version um which has that sort of style if i remember rightly um but don't quote me i could be hilariously wrong um but that yeah. would be kind of fun to fun to see something like that proper proper desert desert um, Raider style, or or something along those lines. Yeah, very nice indeed. But I think um, or you can just green stuff that, but that would be a pain in the ass to do. No, no, no green stuffing. Pieces <laughs> <laughs> would be if, if there's like a, I don't know, third party producer or something that had uh, like just gas masks. Yeah, I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. Yeah, the uh, actually pellet. Before I say this, Pella's just sent a link to the uh, 40k lexicanum about the calamo- camo schemes. The iron oxide camo scheme for the Necromunda 8th. Chemical wasters. Or the Mars patent. Yeah, they're, they're really pretty. Um, really nice. we a lot of fun to paint those with, actually. Very nice. Uh, but yeah, so that is... That is a there is a there's a lot coming out. There's a lot up for pre-order. 
haven't even met well i'll mention them now we didn't even mention that there's the dark emissary console and the white scar stormseer console up for uh pre-order as well which both have bits that i want to get my hands on and my absolute favorite mini that came out at the end of last year which is the the new apothecaries which has got the mark 5 apothecary so pre-order is going to be a, a busy one so yes. i guess i guess if you get your pre-orders in get them in quickly otherwise you're gonna lose out yeah temporary sold out for 18 months yeah and of course there's a huge amount of tomb kings and um bretonian stuff and the bretonian lord who fell on his face whilst being sculpted model um yeah. but yeah I, I i love all of it it's gonna it's it's gonna be a good week very good week for the heresy and Kudos to GW for not not slowing down on what they're putting out. Yeah, I'm impressed, actually. Prayer. They're releasing stuff in a quite high pace, don't they? Yeah, I still want to see, I still want to see some... Um, Classic I, Super I, Heavies. Yeah, that would be nice. Those, <laughs> and I want to see some more Legion Hell Prayer Blades. Tours. More Legion, pra- more Legion specific Prayer Tours, please. Uh, okay. that's just because I like them <laughs> I think they're cool <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway let's move on from the new stuff because there's lots of new stuff and we've talked about it for a while now uh, let's move on to our main topic which does come from new stuff because we're talking about the the Black Shields rules and Black Shields in general um, that have been uh, and Shattered Legions which are being uh, brought to us in 2.0 in the new Battle for Beta Garmin book. So, yeah. Well, I mean, Freddie, you and I talked about this a touch before we came on air. Yep. Uh, you got a, a general idea that what you think they might be doing with the rules for this one. So do you want to, should we start there? Yeah, we can start there. Uh, I don't know how much, uh, how, <clears throat> how people know about uh, Black Shields, uh, but in the old edition, basically what you did is Kind of the same way that you picked the right of war mm. uh, is how you you picked the way that your uh, black shields would would kind of focus on. Like, would they be uh, would they be tougher? Would they be like veterans? Would they have access to Xenotech? Would they uh, do deep strike? Would they be like uh, bandits? Uh, would they be kind of like semi loyal? Would they be traitor loyalist legions uh, or? Loyalists that are traitor legions, but they're just kind of cut off and stuff. Uh, and the thing is, the good thing that we loved about Black Shields is that they were super flexible. And what I've heard from from people that know is that they will try and incorporate, or they will incorporate, uh, the same kind of same feeling in the new Black Shields as they had in the old ones. So they're going to be a bit more customizable than um what we are used to with the legions so you'll be able to create more like um for people that play uh 40k uh we're we're talking more about uh like how we imagine different chapters mm. that makes sense yeah we should do yeah <sighs> sorry i just have to open another beer there you <laughs> it's so hard well, I, I'm painting with one hand and I'm drinking with my other, you know. Oh, I'm yeah. extras. Respect that. So that is. Um, 
maybe we should talk about like what are black shields and and then we can because obviously we don't have the rules so we can't mm -hmm. go through the rules but we can talk about like the backgrounds to black shields and uh, basically uh, the fluff about them and then we can talk about because i have a obviously everyone knows about my and uh, my astra claws or mm -hmm. uh, the astra black shield the astra they are like uh, the fluff is about the astra calls but they're like a uh, well they're the Astra Legion, mm -hmm. and and I don't know if you guys have like a concept that you, if you were planning to do a blacklist uh, Legion, like how would you do your fluff and background and how to come up with it? Because mm. that's the difference between uh, playing like an established Legion and doing the Black Shields is that you can be like it's sort of like D and D or whatever. Like you you create like an old 40k, you create your own chapter. Mm. And I think uh, that was one of the things that used to be like super cool uh, uh, in 40k is that you could either you could either like play one one of the established ones and that they they were known fluff like you know Crimson Fists so on and so on or you could uh, create your own chapter and this is kind of uh, bringing the same freedom to uh, 30k for people that don't want to play. A specific legion. So, where where do you want to start? You're the hostess with the mostest. I'll be the hostess with the mostest, are we? Um, I got distracted thinking about popcorn for a second. I don't know why. what. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Um, I don't know. It's Sunday night, and I'm talking to my mates. One of them's drinking, and I don't know. I fancied snacks. Good lord, leave a man alone. Um, no. Um, <laughs> Where should we start? Do you know what? I think we'll start with just a precursor very quickly, because if anybody goes and obviously has a look at the War uh, Warhammer community articles on this stuff, you'll notice that it mentions Shattered Legions and Black Shields. They yep. are two separate entities. That is and correct. I just want to touch on that for a second. We're not focusing on Shattered Legions. We will probably talk about them in the future, uh, but they have they have a very different feel to black shields but i think what will be what will be fun to start is just general sort of let's talk about what black shields were like in 1.0 um as sort of a, a foundation of sorts to give us an idea of of what we're talking about because i mean like you said freddie it's kind of like dd choose your own adventure build your own chapter kind of feel but they had a lot of options and it wasn't just like it wasn't specifically like rules base where you could customize things you could literally kit out you had different structures you had different squads you had different you know you could at a time when you had 10 tactical marines you know you could do an initial squad of 20 and all this sort of stuff they were and they could have shotguns they could have less reliable bolters you know let's let's dig into yeah, that a little bit bolters a little bit. actually you yeah, think, little bit like old road trader almost you could do perhaps yeah. whatever you want uh, yeah, yeah, oh sorry yeah, see those last locks or whatever they were called yeah, yeah. I, can't, I, I can't remember i can actually like i can actually reach for the book it's i was gonna like, say you probably got the book with ten, it on ten three. meters <laughs> 10 meters ten, away from me and meters ten me oh god that's at least worthy of one more beer yeah, um you're doing it i'm just saying 
Yeah, yeah, good, I'm, uh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm, uh, I'm good man, good man. I'm opening it right now because I'm such a good man. This is this is uh, how we how we prepare for this podcast. You weren't yeah. allowed. Like <laughs> I like fuck you for giving using my ideas when I talked about. Let's talk about the fucking the background about black shields and shit. No, let's talk about how they were in first ed. <laughs> I, I did warn you about this earlier. Just say it. Let's give everybody a bit of context because it's so, been a while. To be a little bit fair, we don't have a rule book yet. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a rule book for the game, but not for this. Yeah, we're kind of making this bit up as we go along as far as what's happening, but it's worth it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, well, I can tell you the difference between Black Shields and normal yep. uh, Space Marines is that usually they have uh, something, and I this is will happen in the new rule book. I don't know exactly the the actual rules for them. But obviously you have the Marauder Squads. And Marauder Squads used to be a bit like um, veteran squads. Mm-hmm. The thing that I remember when playing my Black Shields in uh, version 1.0 or 1.5 is that they had uh, a little bit less leadership than a veteran squad had. But you otherwise... Like leadership 8 or something, where they're like normal, uh, yeah. normal rank marine, yeah. And the sergeant had nine, obviously, but mm. uh, but the thing with them is that had they were more flexible. That you you can <sighs> the difference between a veteran squad and uh, a marauder squad is that a marauder squad is more like the akin to forty k, where you could have heavy weapons and you could have uh, special weapons and stuff, and you can still have that uh, for your veteran squads. In normal, but you're limited in what heavy weapons and special weapons they can have, and you can't really mix and match close combat weapons and and stuff like that. But with the Marauder Squad, you are way more flexible in how you equip them. Yeah, like Pella <laughs> said, like shotguns. You had last locks. You had extra bolt pistols, and and the thing about the black shields that made them special is that they could have. Um, I'm closing the book now so I can focus on drinking beer and talking instead <laughs> uh, is that they could have something like they could have piranha bolters they could have piranha armor and stuff which made them a little bit weaker D- when it comes sorry, to protection I hate, I hate, I hate to, to, to word, word check you you mean pariah not piranha ah oh, pariah whatever something just say they both got a bite to them but I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, I thank you, but, I thank you. <laughs> uh, which is kind of like a downgrade, so to speak. Mm. Um, but the thing with with that is that it made them faster. Like if you if you downgraded their armor, they made them faster. If you downgraded their bolters, uh, they they became like shorter range. Uh, but you could like it's all about movement for them. Like mm-hmm. everything that you changed made them a bit faster, either when it came to shooting or when it came to movement and so on. The the one thing is that that I remember, which was pretty funny, is that you could have, like, you could even have lace carry bar, carbines, you can have auto guns and stuff like sort of like Necromunda equipment on these guys. <laughs> yep. Which That's is a good description, like, though. It's like a Necromunda gangs. Yeah, it's, I mean, that, and that was perfect for what it was representing because, I mean, these guys literally did just yeah. grab what they could. Did they have torrent flamers at one point yes. or something? They oh, yeah. Flamers. I they have them. before it's ready. You had torrent flamers them. in uh, Sone <laughs> so, Mortalis. I remember that from BSK before the pandemic. You were hiding behind a fucking corner. Hmm? And you torrent flamed everything. 
the best feeling ever. Because <laughs> I must uh, admit, that was one of the few things I loved. It's just like, we're going to give them flamers, the go-round corners. Wait, what? But they're, they're, <laughs> they were a bit weak, though, like the torrent flamers. But, the, yeah, the good but thing still, was, the torrent rule is good. Yeah, well, it was. They were too, it, they're, they're super flexible. Uh, the thing is, like they, they don't have like they didn't have all the bells and whistles like the normal legions had, but they had, and they were super limited in what kind of uh, flyers and tanks and stuff they can take. They were more infantry based force. And uh, when I was talking to the guys that did the list mm. uh, on the weekender, they said that the the whole concept about them was they're going to be more like pirates. So, like, they, they were imagining, like, instead of the evil Chaos Marines that are, like, the traitors, more like it, and you have, like, the loyalist, uh, staunt, perfect, imperial fistish uh, Marines, you have, like, these are, like, Pirates of the Caribbean Space Marines. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Where you could have, like, uh, crazy people wielding swords and shooting, a, 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 like, like, a last lock or, or anything. Like, you... The whole thing was you could go to town and convert these and make them your own, like because you, you could, you, yeah, you you could equip them like normal marines if you wanted to, but you could also go like crazy. So that there was there was no limits. It's sort of like build your own chapter. Back to like you were saying, build your own yeah. chapter, which is yeah, which is really good fun, especially in something that is. Again, we go back to this bit uh, that heresy is effectively a historical war game in a sense. So a lot of things feel very fixed if you do things a certain way. So having this option to yeah. let your creativity out uh, and break from the norm, absolutely awesome. That is cr- so true. So the the thing that drew me to Black Shields was like the the possibility to convert and create your own background story and make it as you know, I love writing fluff. So it's kind of cool to write your own story and and make it kind of fit into the heresy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But let's talk about the background. So, what are black shields? Weren't yes. you going to ask me that question? So I can put that away. That was literally book? my next question. So now we've talked about the rules. <laughs> what are black shields as far as the story is concerned? <laughs> exactly. Like, what are black shields? Uh, well, you can backseat host if you want. I don't mind. Uh, <laughs> it's... I, Inside my Black Shield, uh, my old rule books was the Collecting and Painting War Game as Armies, 1994. <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, <laughs> what the fuck? Good to know you've still got it. <laughs> well, that's good. Uh, anyway, so Black Shields basically could... The good thing about Black Shields is they could be anything. Normally, uh, the broad concept background about Black Shields, it's, it's either uh, le- like parts of the Legion that don't want anything to do with their mother legion. So let's say like disgruntled raven guards, whatever, or well, that classic because they're already black but stupid. Like disgruntled uh, thousand sons. Let's do that because there's no one's mentioned that. Uh, that are like, okay, um, we are. We don't like the way Magnus is, is going, but we don't like the way the Edict of Nikea. We think that there's like a mid ground. We can't identify with any of these factions. Um, <laughs> We don't think anyone is wrong. We don't want to face uh, side either with with Horus. We, we don't want to side with the Emperor. Like we want to go our own path. And um, we we just feel that our own values and ethics are like what's right. 
sort of like how we, we used the whole Black Shield concept when we created uh, the Separatists for our campaign. So we had like exactly, a yeah. faction. Yep. Uh, so basically, they are neither loyalists or traitors. They, mm-hmm. they are just trying to survive. Because let's say you're a traitor legion, like you're a Thousand Sons, you get fucking excommunicato because uh, the wolves wants to kill you all. And b- because of that, now suddenly you're traitors. Uh, you can't really rock up to the loyalist as a loyalist Thousand Sun. It's like, hey, man, <laughs> sorry about me using my psychic powers and shit. Uh, obviously, you can, but it, it's there is a bit of a drawback to rocking up or like word bearers. It's like, yeah, yeah, fuck. I, I'm not I, like I, those other guys who are crazy religious. I just brought pamphlets. Leave me alone. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. like, yeah, I, I didn't do anything. I don't, I don't believe, believe in this. the primordial truth, but I still believe that the emperor is a god. So obviously, well, that doesn't fly <laughs> because he's not. But a he's god. loyal. Yeah, but he's loyal. But but say like, yeah, he, I guess. he has no. He doesn't really fit within the defined form mm. uh, of of the galaxy. Yep. So what they do is they strike their own path, or or they could be like, I'm so ashamed of what happened to. Um, the Sons of Horus, uh, how they betrayed the Emperor, and in my own shame, I'm not mm. going back to the Luna Wolves, because that still reminds me of how it was before, mm. uh, because I have so much shame, and I don't deserve to fight for the Emperor, uh, so I'm just going to go out now and, well, I'm going to have my personal vendetta against the Sons of Horus, but I'm not going to fight anyone else. Mm. I'm not going to give a shit about anyone else. I'm just going to be a pirate uh, against the Sons of Horus and do like hit and run attacks and then just piss them off and then fuck off. Like, I'm not going to talk to the loyalists because I have no, I feel disgraced. Sort of like old Japanese culture, whatever, without being. You're talking like disgruntled samurai kind of. <laughs> yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Rami is going to, I'm just going to keep picking on the Sons of Horus and then just live my, live my little life on my little moon and do shit. Or, or they could also be uh, uh, actual marines that's been far out with the rogue traders that have like lost all touch with uh, their legions, and and because they're all Terran, they don't have any legion identity, so they formed their own identity and call themselves I don't know, fucking the Lost Sons or whatever, Lost Boys. Hey ho, Lost um, Boys. Yeah, Lost Boys in space. Uh, whatever. I was going to say, to sort of build on that, when you're talking in quite broad strokes there of potential background options, but it got me, I was thinking about it, if you think about some of the specifics, like, um, and I'm going to shoot myself for getting this, I believe it was Fal, the Battle of Fal, where you've got the, where the um, Imperial Fists were called back to Terra, and they jumped and they went and they left people behind. Yeah, you yes. can take you could take that as a starting point for well, I'm going to build a force. I really like my the Imperial Fists, but I want to do something a bit more flexible. I, I like that story. I want to go and do this. You know, I want to do something different. So let's make them Black Shields. Let's make them the guys who got left behind. They've got an axe to grind. Maybe they don't. They're not going to grind it directly against. You know, they're not going to go traitor, but they're going to grind it against anyone they come across. Or yeah. maybe they said, right, okay, like you said, Freddie, you know, it's not about always a case of about one side or the other. Maybe it's they're doing harrying actions and they're just going to go, well, 
I'm going to build a force that's been guerrilla fighting for five years now, since then, or whatever it was. Or mm-hmm. more classical mm-hmm. thing is Iron Warriors mm-hmm. left behind on all kind of places. Yeah, he, he did oh, that. They're a great the for Drought Trouble. They're a great legion. They were bit to begin with mm-hmm. in the start, and they were left behind. Makes them even more better. And suddenly, they're traitors. What the fuck, man? And then yeah. do their own shit. There is and, also. I haven't gone into the third background fluff yet, but I'm oh. I'm, I'm saving the best for last. Oh, go for it then. Uh, so remember the two missing legions. Yes. So yeah. obviously, yeah. Uh, I don't know if they ever got exterminated or whatever happened. Or no one knows. That's the whole mystery about them. Uh, but you could also potentially use these rules to represent uh, the two missing legions. Or mm-hmm. what's left of them. Exactly. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm pretty sure one uh, or a series of novel, I cannot remember which one, it stated that one reason the ultramarines are so big yeah. is they're soaked up uh, one of the a part of one of the exterminated legions. If memory serves rightly, it was the it was the Iron Warriors and the and the um, Ultramarines that actually soaked up those. Okay, um, but could there still be dudes around hiding? Mm. So, like the the options are endless. Yes, but your they, imagination they... on hobby. What's your hobby vision here? What mm. you want to do? What's Forget about the rules. The Ultramarines don't have to be bright and blue and mm-hmm. courageous. They can be something else. That's the whole thing with Black. Um, and I, I'll say this. One thing that's, that just came to mind that could be interesting, especially, well, mostly aim, uh, my mind's aiming this at 40k players. If you're coming into the heresy and you want to do things a bit more um, independent from the more from the established traitor legions you want to do something that you basically you want to use your black legion minis go this way taking black yeah, shields yeah. they can still be traitorous but you can go black shields you can have a bit more flexibility with them um you know you can always use them as late heresy sons of horus or whatever you want but they would fit nicely in black shields um same with pretty much anything in that respects you know it, it oh, gives another uh, another way in the Black Legion are basically his black shields. Yeah, effectively. Yeah, but they didn't paint him black until Horace died, did they? Yeah, well, that's why they turned into Black Legion, because you're old. <laughs> they don't have a legion. But but uh, what, I, what I'm saying is, it's also like, let's say, if you're collecting a chapter in, in 40k, mm-hmm. and you want to bring over that chapter, you can actually cro- do crossover here, so you can have that chapter... That chapter's background story, it doesn't have to be like the second, like it could be the second founding because it's these Black Legions. Because in the scouring stuff, if in if you read the actual fluff, <clears throat> then a lot of um, Legions going forward mm-hmm. sucked up all these uh, Black Legions into their units. Yeah. Either if they're, they were old, uh, uh, if they were old. Uh, uh, part of that legion already, and they wanted re- reconcile, or they created like their own chapters when they divided everything up. So yeah. you still you have like an awesome background there where you can tie your 40k space marines uh, 
together with your 30k space marines and you can even intermix the miniatures mm-hmm. which is very mm-hmm. cool which is cool mm-hmm. so you you asked us specifically though you mentioned about asking us specifically if we had the projects for this yep um i mean pella do you have anything you want you got in mind because i do have something and i've actually mentioned it before but that's why I want mm, to not really i haven't done an army before but mm-hmm. hobby wise the options are endless yep. i mentioned the smurf i think that would be kind of cool do a band of ultramarines going their own following their own path mm-hmm. um i think in black if i do a Black Shield, I will not do more than like Sumatalis Army, a thousand points ish, same as last word, I know. But it's also a chance to do paintwork or a uh, legion that you don't normally are interested to do inside Army of. Um, and you can so, use them as allies for your. Well, sure, absolutely, you can do that, of course. But do something. Pirate-ish with Ultramarines. I think that would be a really cool idea. It's like your uh, Imperial Fist idea. They're so Mm. stiff up. So Mr. Right Guy and make them something else. It's kind of interesting path to follow. Uh, So that would be one idea. idea. I think uh, that's the one I perhaps follow. Or Thousand Sons. Uh, in the book. The Thousand Sons, I think, I believe it's called. Uh, there are a fleet above Prosperity that leaves before, that before the Space Force arrives. And there you have tons of ideas and fluff. You can also easily do a kind of warband there. Mm. that uh, fall on their own path. So that will be probably one of my two my takes. Yeah, I the, like it. The, the Thousand Suns splinters pretty early into war, but like people like Ariman doing his own shit. And, yeah, yeah, but that's after. Yeah, it is. But uh, it's more like after after everything scouring. Well, the, the, the time concept is a bit wimmy-wammy when comes to the thousand sun yeah oh, sure they're hanging yep. in the warp there on the sorcerer's planet so fine sure not, not all of them got sucked to the sorcerer's planet so you have like uh, heaps of ideas to like you said the fleet got sent away yeah uh, heaps of stuff uh, like people all over far there. from all thousand suns were psychic i think it was like 10 percent or something i read somewhere so you have an opportunity there to do non-psychic thousand suns that's saying fuck this i'm doing my own shit here and for uh just make it a thing to not use ciphers so that's another idea yeah or they're like self-repenting by removing all their psychic abilities yes to follow like the edict uh, they're on like a repentance so mm-hmm. yeah. they, they okay, can't crusade. Like, like i'm saying like they're, they're too ashamed to uh, to go and fight for the loyalist, but uh, and they have like on their self-imposed exile repentance, so they walk around and maybe they like they try to arrest the traitors wherever they can just to fulfill like some sort of personal vendetta or a vow. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's a really, like, really solid piece of piece of uh, fluff to build from. That is. Yeah, but like yes, the ideas then... are endless, and and it, the the fun part about Black Shield is, is like you you get your entire creative juice flowing because a, uh, you can go to town with different uh, painting techniques, different painting schemes. You're not uh, rigidly have to follow the the legions. Uh, B, you also get into like the background fluff, like the way that I've done my Black Shields. Like you, you can go to town and writing up stories, naming characters, why are they there, what's their motivation, how come they're fighting. Like, and it's so much more flexible than in the legions because that is kind of like, a, oh, okay, why are these imperial fists at the palace fighting? Well, everyone knows that. So there's no, <laughs> there's like, there's a bit more freedom. In your for your creativity in all kinds of ways, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, it is. Definitely. Yeah, and I think there are there are so many. And we keep saying this, but there are so many little stories out or stories out there. Sorry, my stupid YouTube decided to kick in. Then don't know if that got on the recording or not. So I apologize. Um, but there are hundreds of uh, what are there now? Eighty books. Black Library books alone, like single story books, there's dozens of um, anthologies and stuff like that, where you can just take a story not being finished and br- expand it out. Yeah. And make it. And Black Shields fits that without having to feel like you're horseshoeing in a specific set of rules. Um, do you want to go next, Freddie, or do you want me to? No, no, go you, mate. Okay. Uh, well, I have two ideas, or two two background ideas, and they, they base around... Uh, I'll, I'll make this clear to everyone who's listening. I am not in the position to do new projects currently, so anything I do is going to basically be around the minis that I have, which are my Space Wolves, okay? So I'll just get that clear out of here. But there are two, two stories, um, or two things I'd focus on with Black Shields. Now, I've already said in our last recording, I think, that... Um, I would genuinely consider making my main force, my main Space Wolves force, rather than using Loyalist rules and saying I'm playing them traitor or playing them Loyalist, I'd consider doing them using the Black Shield rules because it fit the original story that I had, which is basically um, either, it's either a disgruntled or disenfranchised or disconnected um, force that um basically has been in my mind they've been manipulated their um their psychers call them whatever you want rune rune priests whatever have been corrupted they're the ones steering um like the like a a council basically steering the praetor who's leading the force and everything into fighting into battles and and doing things that somebody with a clearer head or a clearer set of information would be much more um, aware of that this isn't a good direction. You know, they're being based and manipulated effectively, which is what leads them there. I think... Sorry, go Ere- yeah. Erebus style or... Kind of, yeah, but but very much... Um, very much... I, I got the idea from listening to um, uh, Burning of Prospero. Um, because the the initial in the initial story starting out with the scold and everything, you get some some insight into oh and the Bill King books with Ragnar and stuff in the future. 
you get some insight into how the tribes, clans on Fenris work. And what's really good at Prospero is at the beginning is you've basically got this um, shaman for one of the tribes that has um, basically juiced up, psyched up his people to attack this other tribe, which is where Caspar Hauser has landed and he's a bad star. And they use all of this stuff to justify what they're doing. But it's basically bad and manipulated leadership. So I went, where's, you know, why not look at that as a possibility? You've got maybe a slightly overzealous, overly noble wolf praetor who is easily influenced by the wise men, the, the, that sort of culture, because they have a lot of that in the Space Wolves. That, you know, you have your council of, of Gothies and, and people around you to help you with your decision-making. So maybe he's sort of been misled down that path. So there was that direction. They're like that I was playing thinking. on his sense of honor all the time. Yeah, it? playing on his sense of honor, his, instab- his insecurities maybe. I mean, you could go into a lot of individual deep lore about this if you really wanted to. Well, you can say that he, he never, he missed the calling to go to Prospero and he's like, he needs to prove himself all the time. And then that's why. Yeah, he gets... there's that. Or he, or that he went to Prospero, but um, he or he didn't give or a fuck or didn't want to go to Prospero. Yeah, or he was left out. You yeah. know, the wolves are very much, there's lots of things where they talk about, we'd love to have been at um, Ulanor to be part of it, not because we want the pride, but to be part of it and see it done. You know, they have that very much, that um, noble pride in them. So there's lots of really cool ways of, of doing that. So that that's sort of where I was going with it anyway. So that would be my main play. And it gives me a great excuse to model up, um, you know, like a, a gothy council, room prune priests and wolf priests, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, there's that. And then okay, there is... Cool. Then there's one other story that is basically the 13th Warrior. If you read it, you listen to it, it's the 13th Warrior, but it's the Space Wolves on Prospero. And it's written by Gav Thorpe. And I can't remember the name of it, but it, uh, basically it follows a group of um, people, a group of Space Wolf Warriors that aren't, that never made the full transition but they're like Lehman Russ's old guard. So they're enhanced humans, a lot like um, Corferum. Yep. You know, they're, they're, they're altered, but they're not fully, they didn't go through the full um, Space Marine thing. Anyway, what they t- it's a lot more detail about how they, they battle on Prospero. And, you know, they, they end up um, jumping into um, effectively a webway because you, you realize how the the, the Thousand Suns use effectively point-to-point webways to, to sort of transport or tunnels, whatever you want to call them, fractal universes or whatever. And effectively, it is this group of warriors. They end up going in after this sorcerer, knowing very well that they aren't coming back out the other end. Uh, <laughs> there's no way back. It's It's effectively a suicide mission. But my thought with that was, well, what if they did come out? But they came out the other side and they came out in another part of the universe during the same time or even a little bit earlier or later in the, the conflict. And they, so that way, because obviously timeline Prospero is before the heresy officially kicks off. Uh, so you've got oldest, older armor options there. You've got the option to do more mixes. 
Um, you can even use older style models to show the difference in size if you really wanted to or something like that. But effectively, they've come out of one of these gates or a tear in space somewhere else alongside three or four, maybe three or four other little squads or bands or whatever. And that's where they started. And, you know, you can, for me, with the Wolves, you can throw in so many different things um, from, you know, movies and all that. You do that with anyone, but you really can go down there. Like, um, you know, go, like go down the 13th Warrior route. Lean into it as hard as you can. You know, have some, you know, a character who happens to be their bone seer or whatever it is, you know. Like the, the way they pick them, the pick the fighter, the fighters in the beginning of the movie, and have that as your background for how these guys get around, and you know, maybe they only like old weapons or something. I don't know. You can go nuts, but then you've got a huge amount of uh, freedom within Black Shields. Again, based purely on the knowledge from 1.0's Black Shields or 1.5's Black Shields, you could have mixed squads. You could. You talk about painting opportunities, lots of armor chipping, showing the original colors underneath. Even mm -hmm. if they repainted themselves black, blue, purple, whatever, show the colors coming through. It would be so much fun. And th those are the two ideas I've got right now for Black Shields based around wolves. That's what I would do. Right, would, super cool. I, yeah, would, really cool. I like the shipping idea. Yeah, I would, I would take that Endrid Har model, for example, that would be a basis of a conversion for one of those characters uh, because it's so beautifully chipped up and banged up and everything. Um, but yeah, that, that, those are my two ideas currently. So uh, yeah, appreciate it. And, um, what about you, Freddie? Where, you, where are your thoughts at with Black Shields in general for you? Oh, uh, the Black Shield, like I started my Black Shield project uh, oh, way back when I just needed like a pellet cleanser and I had like, I had like a tons of... Uh, bits for Mark III Marines lying about, and I had like uh, heaps of old second ed space marines, like the medic and uh, tech marine and stuff, and some box dreads. And I was uh, reading a lot of um, what do you may call it? Uh, the fucking uh, Bad Ab Wars at the time. So I wanted to do a Bad Ab War project uh, and I wanted to still do like do something I could use for both the heresy and stuff. And in the background, so I, I started to do like the origin of Astra Claws. So I ba basically approach that what they say in the Bad Ab War books when they say that like no one really knows where the Astra Claws came from, like if there was like a curse founding, whatever. The suspicion is that they're a mixture between dark angels and <clears throat> And ultramarines, that there was like a they used like the gene seed from both of them and sort of mixed them together, and I thought like that that sounded too fucking implausible. Like that's not how you do a legion. So I think that this must be like some sort of data cover up, sort of post uh, bad ab war to say that you know kind of blame them why they turned traitor because if they were both dark angels and ultramarines, they wouldn't really turn traitor due to like some sort of tax issue. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, when, because in the book, there's an awesome, cool uh, symbols, the same on the Black Shield transfer sheets, which is, you can kind of, kind of think that 
fuck, this is the Astro Clause, you know. It's not a Hurrian's Legion with the lion and stuff. It's it's it's, it's the actual Astro Claw, like the like the transfer of the Maw, like you know that spir- spiraling symbol, and you can do sort of all these things. And there's a fluff about it in the book. Basically, they find like uh, Night Lord space stations and and stuff like completely slaughtered and they get some pick feed and all they see is these marines that have these and they've come from like somewhere where they wouldn't be any normal legions if that makes sense yeah so it's like not like fucking iron wars been out on the fringe coming back and suddenly they are astroclaws yeah uh, so it seems like super weird and mm-hmm. and the way they fought they fought like uh if you read that fluff they fight very non-legion specific. Hmm. Like they, they have a, a, a typical way of fighting, but it's none of the non-legion. So the guy that reviews like the pick recording says like, oh, well, they have a tip- atypical way of fighting, but it's not recognized among, among any of the 18 legions that he, he knows. Because I think it's like, I think it's Raven Guards or some shit. Go- no, Imperial Fist or some shit going out there. Mm-hmm. And they find these mm-hmm. like burned out hawks and shit. I can't remember. It's, I haven't read this for like ten years. <laughs> That's why. But and that got me thinking. Okay, and everyone loves like the the secrets between the two missing legions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it got me thinking like maybe the this are like the remnants of the missing legions, and obviously they haven't been mind wiped like uh, the Primarchs has been, so they can't. If you every single story that you read about the missing legions, mm. they kind of remember them, but they don't. If that makes sense, it's, it's like, like having, they, it's yeah, like like a, a hangover. You've been fucking yeah. drunk. You know, have yeah. been in the pub, but you can't really recall it anyway. So yeah, uh, exactly. It's every time they like they can't really remember it. It seems like they have like a block. Sort of like uh, when they talk about Moloch. You know how like oh I've been here before. You know. We've all yeah. been here before, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but they can't really remember it. And, and so the thing is, but I think that the guys that came back, they remember. They're like, they realize that they're like, when they come in contact, they come back. There's like, there's a Horus heresy going on. They're like, what the fuck is going on? And then they search like the Imperial database. And they realize that they're, everything that's been mentioning about their legion has been wiped. No one knows about them. It's like they never existed. Mm. Mm. And obviously like they're going to be like, they're, mm. they're be like, like, what the fuck? And then they become bitter and twisted because obviously they've been betrayed not just by the Emperor, they've mm. also been betrayed by Horus. Yeah. Because all part of the traitor legions has also been part of, you know, calling them, so, so to speak. Because mm. they know the truth. Like, they find, somehow, they, so they are on a mission to find out the truth during the heresy. Like, why, what the fuck happened with our legion? And what's going on? And we're not trusting anyone, so we're just basically hating on everything. So a little bit of, so sort of like the Dark Angels hunt for the fallen, they're trying to find out what's going on with their legion. Yep. Why no one remembers, and where are the memory banks? So they're, like, trying to find, like, old memory banks. Mm-hmm. Trying to find peace to gather the the truth of it, yeah. and then They're literally in, just trying to understand who they are. Yeah. yeah, and in in the end, like obviously, once the war is scaring is over, they can't really hide around like pirate legions anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they kind of what they do is they uh, they kind of 
create their own chapter, which is basically the Astro Clause. But it's not really the Astro Clause because they become the, what they call the, the, um, the yellow and black ones. Tiger. Oh, tiger uh, yeah. Did they become the Tiger Clause? They disappear. They they kind of find out what the fuck is going on. They get together with the Astro Claws and obviously takes that over from the inside out. Yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot of wibbly wobbly timey wimey stuff involved, but mm. also lots of flexibility again, and you could tie it into wherever you want to play a game, basically. Yeah. So a okay. bit like Solid how idea, they handle the, the Dark Angels. Mm-hmm. I can pick either side. Because I'm uh, just like the hunt for the fallen. It's like the hunt for the information of what's happened with my legion. Like because they want to, they want to punish whenever they find out like who was responsible. Was it Lehman Rust? Like they have re- rumors about it, but they they mm-hmm. they're not sure. Was it the emperor? Are they still there? Did they did they get lost in the Rangadan genocide? I don't think so. Were uh, they on the Ghoul Stars? Were they? Where, where yeah. could they have been? Yeah. Well, they come from the ghoul stars in the background fluff in the actual book. Mm. Okay, fair point. So, so the thing is, like, they're trying to figure out what's going on in the heresy, and eventually they'll they'll find that out, and then they're going somewhere, and that's why when all these things are happening with the tiger claws, and that ship comes back, join up with the astro claws, and rest is fake imperial propaganda. I love it. Absolutely love it. It was such a cool idea. And that's why they, they changed their their uh, kind of what do you say? Like they, they changed their uh markings from like the tiger thingy to the actual claw, which was their original one. Mm-hmm. So tiger yeah. claws becomes astro claws again. I like it. Cool. And that and that draws back to the actual legion emblem of uh, the second legion. Yeah, I like it. And you got lots of, like I said, you got lots of fun spaces to play in with different things, and you know different directions you want to take stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like it. I think it'd be good, cool. Yep. I really like that one. So that's yeah. that's that's our takes on what we would do with with shattered legions. I think one thing, I, I if how do I put this, I would encourage event organizers to involve the Shattered Legions and uh, more importantly Black Shields as soon as you can because I think it from uh, from an uh, from an outside perspective having a having a Black Shield force on your on your list can help out if you are stuck with I've got one too many traitor or one too many loyalist <laughs> That is um, more interesting for the other players as well. Uh, yeah, new, new opponents, new way of playing, new room. Um, give it more interesting event. Yeah, and you can um, you can also work with um, like we've done before, as you mentioned it, Freddie. We've done it before. Um, you know, add a third faction in there. Add in a Black Shield separatist faction to an event. Have some people play spoiler, you know, they've give them their own set of goals, what they're trying to do. Um, you know, there could be a hundred and one reasons for them to be involved in your narrative event. So bring them in. Uh, make it a thing because it's a, again but, it's just another way of driving people to make new armies and expand 
you know, hobbying. They, they can still be like if if you only run uh, traitors and loyalists, they can still mm -hmm. be part of that, but they can have their own secret missions, which yeah. could be awesomely cool if they if they manage to. Let, let's say they need to pick up certain objectives. They need to score like certain mission objectives and so on. And then like they, they might be on their own agenda. Uh, mm -hmm. Same with like uh, shattered legions and whatnot. Like militia, you can have all kinds of stuff going on, and uh, you don't necessarily have to have the separatist like we had. But you can have, you can add on a different layer. Sort of like you have your personal quest, like your side quests, and then you have your loyalist quest sort of thing so you yep. can see if you pass yep. your side quests like and if you, if you have a special legion then you can have special side quest yeah i mean yeah. there's there's lots of options lots of options of the way you can um you can do things um is there anything what else could what else could you do with them for the event you could literally make them the big bad of an event if you wanted to black shields could be holding an entire um Manufacturing sector or something or planet um, system, whatever you want to do. And, you know, maybe fighting against them in a battle gives you extra points. Throw them in as additional units that show up as like random encounters. Or maybe you, you're, you know, one side does so well in one round that they actually get an extra unit per army. And it happens to be a unit of black shields. Lots of options out there. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, definitely. Is it what? What else could? Where else are we? Are we is this flowing to? Because I mean, we could talk about hobbying and modeling, but I think we've done that already. Because there's there's just a lot of opportunities. Yeah, out I, there. I think that the one thing I really missed uh, in with the start of the new edition mm. is the incorporation of the third faction, the kind of pirate band and stuff. Because we only had militia and mechanicum. Uh, it really missed the black shields and. The way that we wrote our background and fluff, we really got like the story going with the black shields uh, and and things. So mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to going back to like uh, where you have like three factions again. Yep. And and oh. and do do like having specific narratives going around, especially like for the campaigns, and then have like side quests for different factions. That that would be so cool. Yeah, I like that. I think that's yeah. very very cool. Um, again, you know, like I said, lots of painting and hobby opportunities, lots of other, uh, this is why we'll never be sponsored by Games Workshop, lots of <laughs> other gaming ranges that you can reach out to and, and look for, for bits and pieces. I mean, you can, you want cool weapons, raid squats, for example, they've got some cool stuff. Necromunda gangs have got cool weapons. You know, they might look a little weird in, in Space Marine hands, but then that fits because they're scavenged weapons. I'll grab the Goliath ones and then they yeah. they'll actually be on scale. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll be fine, but anything else might look a little, um, especially the Vansar, they might look a little dinky in the hands. Um, but um, no, there's there's lots of cool stuff there. And like you say, lots of cool stuff for the, for the opportunities there. And I, I just, I like the fact that bringing that back into 2.0 now, adds more breadth to gameplay it's not going to be marine on marine it, it's still marine on marine but it's not my cookie cutter unit versus your cookie cutter unit and our special rules reactions are what make us different on the gaming table you know there's good chance it's going to be different gear different you know rules different 
potentially stat lines or different ways things work. So that's, I think that's super positive. Um, I'm very much looking forward to seeing where it's going. And like we said earlier as well, big push on the Solar Orcs. That's, uh, you know, you could bring those guys into your third faction as well if you wanted to. Yeah, there's fluff with like, what is it, like uh, one Black Shields uh, running around with some Solar Orcs. Yep. There are tons of regiments out there. They can easily do a fluff with it and where they can go their own way. Yeah, definitely. For reasons. But I tell you what, I'd love to hear from any of our listeners. You can hit us up on Facebook. You can hit us up on Discord. Um, drop us an email, uh, tvh, uh, tvhpodcast at gmail.com, I think it is. Um, it's linked on our Facebook page as long as you can find it. Um, tell us about your Black Shields. Tell us about what your story behind your Black Shields are. Um, are they, you know, are they frustrated loyalists, pissed off, um, quote, quote, traitor legions? Are they just dudes who said, fuck it, I'm going to go and carve my own little corner of the galaxy, you know, with blackjack and hookers and screw you guys, uh, whatever. Let us know about it because I'd be genuinely really interested to hear, um, hear what everybody's doing out there. So, you guys got any final thoughts on Black Shields before we wrap this one up? Go Hubbernuts. Yeah. This is your chance to do whatever you want. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It'll be good. It's gonna it's gonna as always, it's gonna be good good for the heresy. So it's a win at the end of the day. Plus cool models. So everybody's happy, I hope. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> All right then. Well then I tell you what, I'm gonna put put a pen in this one for now. I'm not gonna say it's done because there's always more we can do with each topic. But you know, like I said, hit us up with your stories, let's have a talk about it, and maybe we'll come back around to this in a little bit once the rules are out and we've yeah, had a chance. When we have to... rules to talk about. Yeah, Sounds like uh, it's going to be a hobby challenge coming out it, when the rules are out. Oh, God. Don't, I'm still catching up the hobby challenge from 2016. Um, yeah, no, but <laughs> you, you have your... Uh, you, well, most of mine done with the wolves. I know, I know. Exactly. I know, I know. So you're halfway in there. Yeah, but I'm already redesigning most of the army. Don't start with that. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if anybody's got a spare couple of the plastic dreadnought, new multi-post dreadnought, plastic dreadnought kits and or a... Uh, Land Raider Proteus, please let me know. I kind of need some, um, <laughs> but for reasons <laughs> that I must not get distracted with. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, that's the case then. I tell you what, guys, I'm going to call it here. I'm going to wrap it up for us because I think it's time we let everybody go and we can get prepped and ready for our next episode, whenever that is, whenever we decide what we're talking about five minutes beforehand. So <laughs> I'm going to say it's a good night from me and me and me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be angry in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Vrangian Heresy Podcast, signing off.